Welcome in, whoever you are, however you're listening, and wherever you're listening from. This is the Week 10 edition of Cover 12, the official Mountain West football podcast, and I'm your host, Matt Neverett. On this week's edition, Nevada head coach Ken Wilson stops by to highlight the Wolfpack's back-to-back wins against San Diego State and New Mexico, the first two conference victories for Wilson at the helm of the program in Reno. Don't forget to download the free Mountain West streaming app, though, on your phone, TV, or tablet. You can watch live or on-demand games when you want from home or on the go. The Mountain West app is your home for all things Mountain West and is available on everything, including Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Android TV, and both Apple and Android phones. You can watch your favorite Mountain West team or sport when you want, where you want. Download the Mountain West app today. Before we take a look ahead to the Week 10 schedule around the Mountain West, let's rewind time and recap all the action from Week 9 around the conference, which included five games, all of which were won by teams scoring 30 or more points. There was a shutout victory in Hawaii and a snowball fight in Fort Collins. That's right, there was pre-Halloween snowfall in northern Colorado last week as undefeated Air Force visited 3-4 and four Colorado State with the Ram Falcon Trophy on the line. The Falcons maintained their perfect record and advanced to number 17 in the AP poll with a 30-13 win in rough conditions, with driving snow and worsening conditions throughout the game favoring the Falcons' nationally top-ranked rushing offense. Colorado State scored all 13 of their points in the second quarter, with Braden Fowler-Nicolosi connecting with Justice Ross Simmons for an all-hyphenated 61-yard passing score to tie the game at 7. Then the first of 31-year-old Jordan Noyes' two field goals in the game gave the Rams their only lead of the contest. With the game tied 13-all at halftime, the snowfall prevented Colorado State's passing attack from doing much damage against the Mountain West's top defense, and Air Force pulled ahead for good on a one-yard rush from quarterback Zach Larrier, who was named as one of 35 finalists for the Davy O'Brien Award, given annually to the nation's top signal caller. Larrier, left side, push from Michelle. They run in to take a look. No signal yet. Touchdown! Air Force, Zach Larrier, a one-yard run. The Falcons retake the lead. Like clockwork, the E-man push from behind. Zach Larrier on the sneak. Fifth touchdown of the season. For that the- was Jim Arthur and our friend Jesse Kurtz on the Air Force Sports Network from Learfield. Troy Calhoun's team added a supplementary field goal later on in the third, and an Emmanuel Michelle five-yard scoring rush in the fourth capped off a 30-13 win that moved Air Force to 8-0 overall and 5-0 in Mountain West play. That win was the Falcons' 13th in a row, which is tied for the longest streak in program history, and it's the fourth longest active streak in the FBS. By the way, every victory in that stretch has has been by at least six or more points. That streak of games won by six or more points is four more than the next highest active streak in the country and is tied for the longest in Mountain West history. Remember those dominant Utah teams from the end of 2003 to 2005? Outside of Air Force, who also opened at number 25 in the initial college football playoff rankings, there were two other Mountain West teams that received votes in national polls this week, and coincidentally, the pair, Fresno State and UNLV, squared off last week in Week 9 in California's Central Valley. In what was a game of runs overall, Fresno State jumped out early to a 7-0 lead at home before UNLV unloaded for 17 unanswered points on a 41-yard touchdown pass from Jaden Mayava to Ricky White, a field goal, and then 4-yard rushing score from Jet Thomas, who tied the UNLV freshman record with his 8th rushing touchdown of the year. 
Trailing 17-7 at the half, the Bulldogs came out of the locker room for the second half energized and ripped off 24 points and forced a trio of turnovers in the third quarter alone. Mikey Keene returned from a multi-week absence under center and fired three of his four touchdown passes in the game in the third, while UNLV turned the ball over more in that single quarter than in their previous four games. The Rebels kept the game tight despite allowing an extended scoring run of their own, and wideout Ricky White posted the second touchdown of his huge day in the fourth to make it 31-24 Fresno State. White, the Michigan State transfer, finished the game with seven catches for 152 yards, which was his third 100-plus receiving yard performance of the year. Barry Odom's upstart Rebels team also had a potential game-tying drive in the final seconds, but backed up against their own 8-yard line with 3 seconds left, it took yet another UNLV turnover forced by the Fresno State defense to ultimately decide the winner in this one. Blitz coming, throws, and it's intercepted! Lavelle Bailey has done it again! For the third time this year, Lavelle Bailey effectively ends the game on an opponent's pass play. His second interception, and the senior captain says the dogs are winners on homecoming. That was Fresno State play-by-play man Paul Leffler with the call of that game-clinching Lavelle Bailey interception on Learfield, but it was Bailey's fellow defender in Dean Clark that was named as the conference's defensive player of the week following the win. Clark tied for the team lead with eight tackles in the 31-24 victory, while also recording a fumble recovery and a third-quarter interception in the contest. The Kent State transfer was awarded his first weekly honor after helping the Fresno State defense hold UNLV to just 19 yards in that dominant third quarter to propel the Bulldogs to a win. And speaking of Mountain West weekly individual honors, Boise State had a pair of conference players of the week stemming from their 32-7 win at home against Wyoming. The Broncos pulled even at 4-4 on the season after rushing for 227 yards and throwing for another 216 as a team while holding the Cowboys to just 27 rush yards and 112 yards total, which is the least ever in the matchup between the two schools. Meanwhile, the Broncos' offense continued to roll, posting 30-plus points for the sixth straight game, which is the most since the 2015-2016 seasons for the school. Sophomore wideout Eric McAllister was named Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week for his efforts, bringing in a career-high seven catches for 160 yards, an average of nearly 23 yards per reception. In fact, all seven of his catches were for 12 yards or more, and six of those seven catches resulted in either a first down or a touchdown. His lone score of the game kicked off the scoring in the first quarter, a 46-yard connection from Taylor Green that was called by Bob Beeler on Learfield for the Broncos. Third down and four. The Broncos need to get to the Cowboy 45. Green gets the snap. Big rush in the middle for the Cowboys. Green going long, left side, receiver there. That's McAllister, caught it, and scores! It is a huge pass play. 49 yards for the touchdown, and Boise State scores on its first drive for the second week in a row. 49 yards to McAllister from Green. 6-0 Boise State. Maddox Madsen was awarded as the conference's freshman of the week in the win for Boise State as well, throwing for 12 completions on 15 attempts off the bench, good for 147 yards and a passing touchdown. The redshirt freshman signal caller completed his final 10 passes, and his 12 completions were a career high, as Andy Avalos and the Boise State coaching staff continues to split snaps between Madsen and Taylor Green. From Honolulu last Saturday, San Jose State got back in the win column with a 35-0 road shutout win over Hawaii 
Hawaii to improve to 4-5 and five overall and 3-2 and two in Mountain West play. The Spartans held an opponent scoreless for the first time since August of 2013, and Hawaii was blanked at home for the first time since 2019. Former Rainbow Warrior captain and current Spartan quarterback Shevin Cordero completed 12 of 26 passes for 251 yards against his former team, also throwing for a pair of touchdowns. While running back Kyrie Robinson turned in a season-best performance, accounting for 145 yards rushing on an average of over 8.5 yards per carry, while adding on a pair of scores, including a 52-yard scamper for the opening score of the second half, called by Kevin Richardson on the Spartan Radio Network. One receiver over on the right, that's Nash. Single back is Robinson. Cordero claps, asks for the snap, gives it Robinson. Big hole, left side, cross the 50, cross the 45, cross the 30, could break it. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown San Jose State as Kyrie Robinson makes the 52-yard house call, putting the Spartans up 27-0. And finally, fresh off their first win of the season in Week 8 against San Diego State, the Nevada Wolfpack won their second consecutive Mountain West game last weekend in a 34-24 victory at home over New Mexico. Ken Wilson's squad saw their fifth-year kicker, Brendan Talton, make a career-high four field goals, including a pair early in the first quarter, en route to earning the conference's special teams player of the week. Talton's three first-half makes overall, a Jamal Bell nine-yard scoring run, and a Richard Tony pick six in the second quarter led the suddenly upstart Wolfpack to a 24-0 halftime advantage. Hopkins in the shotgun, four-man front for the pack. Here comes the blitz. Here's the fake from Hopkins. He throws right, intercepted. Tony at the 40. Tony left sideline, 20, 10. Tony takes it in. Touchdown, Nevada. The defense scores with 14-0-2 to go in the second quarter. Richard Tony racing it back. A return of more than 40 yards for a touchdown, and the pack has intercepted Hopkins on each of the last two series for the Lobos. John Ramey had the call on Learfield. Nevada forced a trio of turnovers in the game and scored 34 points, both season highs for the Wolfpack. And after a big game on homecoming in Reno, we're joined now on Cover 12 by Nevada head coach Ken Wilson. And coach, congratulations on back-to-back wins in conference play no less. You've got to be proud of the effort from your team overall in the last eight days, right? Yeah, they've uh, they played well for us and, and fought the adversity and come out with two wins. Coming off your first conference win two weeks ago in a 6 nothing blanking of San Diego State, was the feel and the energy around practice a little bit different leading up to last week's homecoming game against New Mexico? I don't know if it changed the preparation. It sure changed the, the temperament and the mindset a little bit. You know, it was good for the, for the players to celebrate in the locker room and, and see some of the the hard work paying off for themselves and and that you know always brightens up the the preparation and you know we told them the same that we've always tell them you know you don't read the don't read social media don't bother the noise just keep getting better and and they did a good job of that this week and and got another win your dual threat quarterback Brendan Lewis didn't necessarily post the strongest game on paper numbers wise but he definitely continued to contribute with his legs as well as his arm what have you thought of his development both on and off the field in his first year with the program yeah he's just got he's got a leadership personality he's got an infectious personality and players play hard for him and as he learns the offense and and gets through all the different defenses that you see in our conference he he is getting more comfortable every time he goes out there and 
you know, he got a little banged up at the end. He twisted his ankle a little bit at the end of the other night, but he'll be he'll be back in the lineup Saturday. But um, you know, every time he goes out there, he he does something to help us get better and win football games. And if you were to pinpoint, point out the number one thing that Brendan Lewis does well on the field, it would be? Yeah, he's got great vision. You know, he sees defenses. He knows when to pull it. He's, he's just got he's got that quarterback feel for knowing when he's got to pull the ball down and run. He's got all those intangibles that, you know, I don't know if you can coach it, but he's got that sixth sense of knowing when to get rid of the ball and when to run it and when to hand it off. So um, as he gets comfortable, he just gets better and better on that stuff. And, Coach, we'd also be remiss if we didn't shout out the reigning, defending Mountain West Special Teams Player of the Week, Brendan Talton, who earned the honor for the first time this year, but the eighth time in his storied career. Talton knocked through all of his field goals in your win last week, including a pair early to put you up 6 nothing. He's already the all-time leader in field goals made for both the Nevada program and the Mountain West as a whole. Is there anything your fifth-year place kicker can't do? No, he's he's really uh, he's special to have in your back pocket at all times. You know, we... We put him out there in the second quarter, I think, for a 52 or 53 yarder, and and a nice cold night. And and we know every time we put him out there, we've got a chance to make those kicks. And he, you know, he's he's just he's done it for so long. He's like, you don't even think about it. You know, it's, it's, in those yardages, we're gonna we're gonna put him out there and let him uh, get his points. We feel like our defense is playing well and and uh, you know his points help us get a little lead and get going joined here on cover 12 by nevada head coach ken wilson fresh off of back-to-back mountain west wins first time he's done that as a head coach at nevada and coach obviously the offense was a huge focus in your 34 to 24 win last week against new mexico on homecoming 34 points a season high for your team but in my eyes the three takeaways from your defense is what stood out the most not just the takeaways themselves but the timing in the game in which they occurred were huge in that win. I know you have various turnover tridents. Tell us a little bit about those and how that's kind of transpired and how it's inspired your defense in the back half of the season. Yeah, we had a we have the USS Nevada that uh their their uh their history and then the fan and the people that run that they they came up with the idea and asked us if we'd be interested when I took over this job of of having a takeaway tridents and and uh you know, we didn't know how it would go over with the players, but we made one and and uh, we've got coins to go along with it. Our players loved it. Um, and then this year we added that because our offensive guys wanted one. We have a, a touchdown and a takeaway trident, and the players love them, and they get a coin whenever they get to touch those things, and the fans love them, and they're, you know, they wave them around in the stands. And, um, you know, it's just another part of, to get the kids fired up in between. And, you know, the defense has done a great job the last two games of putting pressure on quarterbacks and our secondary uh, seen the benefits of that, getting some balls thrown poorly that we could catch and, you know, run back for touchdowns at times. You've got your offensive trident, your defensive trident. You might as well give Brandon Talton his own trident, right? Man, he'd be worn out if he had a trident. Coach, how does a stretch of winning football like this impact the recruiting scene for you and your staff? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've got most of our class already uh, here at, you know, we've already got them committed, getting ready to sign in December, but obviously it, it helps you hold on. It helps you uh, with portal guys that'll be coming in uh, after the season. It helps your team, you know, stay together. There's a lot of good things um, that you do whenever you can, can start to show the benefits of, of the build of a program and you start to see the success and, players start to really buy in and believe and and they see um you know blindly they've been lead been been led by us and 
and now they're starting to see the benefits of it, and that just strengthens your program. It strengthens recruiting. It strengthens your locker room, your leadership, everything. And, Coach, lastly for you, you're coming off back-to-back Mountain West wins, and you've got another home matchup slated with the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors this week in the Pack Goes Pink game in Reno. What are a few of the things that have gone especially well for you in the last couple of weeks that you'd like to see your team continue? Well, we prepared really well, and, and you know, every day it seems like our guys get closer as a team and closer with the coaches, and, and we play hard together. If you see our sidelines, our Defense is always up cheering for our offense and and vice versa and all the special teams. And I think when we get pressure on quarterbacks and we stop the run like we had the last two weeks against really physical football teams and get takeaways, that helps our offense, that helps everybody. And we've had uh, fast starts really the last two weeks. And um, prior to that, the last couple games before that, we had not. And that gives those guys confidence coming out, whether we kick off or we receive, that we have a little success early. We get pressure early and we move the ball early and then everybody settles in and we've got to continue to do that if we want to win games against good teams down the road here. He's Nevada head coach Ken Wilson. Coach, best of luck this weekend against Hawaii going for your third straight win and best of luck the rest of the year as well. Hey, anytime. Thanks. Appreciate you. And to wrap things up on this edition of Cover 12, a look at the upcoming Week 10 schedule around the Mountain West. The weekly slate around the conference kicks off Friday at 6 Mountain Time as 3-5 and five Colorado State heads north to face 5-3 and three Wyoming for another edition of the Border War in Laramie. Both teams come into this one off of back-to-back losses, but this stylistic showdown features the top passing offense in the Mountain West in the Rams against the conference's third-ranked passing defense in the Cowboys. War Memorial Stadium in Laramie plays host to this one, televised Friday night on CBS Sports Network. Saturday around the Mountain West gets going in the only non-conference matchup in Week 10 as newly minted number 25 Air Force takes on Army at Empower Field at Mile High in Denver at 12.30 p.m. Saturday. With a win, Air Force would move to a perfect 9-0 and retain possession of the hollowed Commander-in-Chief's trophy. Remember, Air Force already defeated Navy earlier this year. CBS Sports also has a telecast of this showdown. In a battle of teams looking for their third wins of the year, 2-7 Hawaii travels to Reno to take on 2-6 Nevada at 1 Pacific at Mackey Stadium Saturday. After losing 16 games in a row, the Wolfpack are gunning for their third straight win this week, including attempting to defeat Hawaii in Reno for the seventh time in their last eight attempts in games played in the Silver State. This one gets underway at 1 o'clock on the West Coast, streamed on the Spectrum Sports app in Hawaii and Nevada Sportsnet elsewhere. Coming off their first conference defeat of the year, but still receiving votes in the coaches' poll, 6-2 UNLV looks to get back in the win column as they travel and take on 3-5 New Mexico in Albuquerque. The Rebels lead the all-time series 14-12, including winning the last three straight in New Mexico. The Lobos led last year's game 17-0 in Las Vegas before ultimately falling by a 31-20 final. Catch the action in this one in the Scarlet versus Cherry Red Showdown on the Mountain West Network and the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network in Nevada at 4 Mountain Time. Both San Diego State and Utah State are coming off buys entering Week 10 and both square off with identical 3-5 and five overall records and 1-3 and three marks in conference play. Both teams are coming off of losses two weeks ago before respective off weeks, and the Aggies hope to continue their offensive success. They've averaged a league-high 35.3 points per game so far this year. 
Meanwhile, the Aztecs' offense has been sluggish to this point. Their average of just under 20 points per game is the second lowest mark in the Mountain West Conference. Barring a Game 7 in the World Series, this game will be shown on FS1 Saturday night at 4 Pacific. It'll be on FS2 if the Fall Classic goes a full 7 games. And in a battle of the top two teams in the conference in the preseason poll, 4-4 four four Boise State travels to 7-1 Fresno State in a highly anticipated showdown. Broncos running back Ashton Genty is tied for the nation's lead with 15 touchdowns from scrimmage, and with George Halani back for a second straight game, Boise State's offense looks to remain potent after a slow start to the year. This game was a matchup that many around the conference had circled to keep an eye on in the preseason, and the action kicks off from Central California at 7 Pacific, televised on CBS Sports Network. Before we wrap things up on Cover 12, the Mountain West Conference announced last week that the annual football championship trophy that everybody plays for will be named in honor of the conference's founding commissioner, Craig Thompson, beginning this season. Thompson retired in December of 2022 after a 43-year career in athletic administration, including the final 24 as commissioner of the Mountain West. One of the most ardent advocates for the expansion of the college football playoff, Thompson was an integral part of the national landscape and intercollegiate athletics throughout his career, holding many prestigious posts on the NCAA and sports-specific national committees. Some of his biggest contributions came in his help in negotiating a number of new television rights deals for the Mountain West, including its current distribution and bowl game structure. And with that, that'll do it for this edition of Cover 12, the official Mountain West football podcast. Thanks once more to Nevada head coach Ken Wilson for joining us on this week's show. You can listen to this episode and past editions of this show featuring myself or my partner Nate Kreckman on the Mountain West app. Also get them on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your podcasts. This has been Matt and Everett saying thanks for checking out the show and enjoy all the Week 10 action around the Mountain West Conference.